Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. Hi, Realtor listeners. Today I have Dylan Hernandez, Rockwell, Texas Realtor. We're probably going to be getting a, a lot more Realtor on this platform. It's a uh, a space that that I've been in for a long time, and I, I always love dissecting how people do the business. I mean, we had a little run of a lot of coaches on the platform. We're probably going to have a little run of a lot of realtors on the platform. But thank you, Dylan, uh, for for being here today. Yeah, no, thank you for for having me. It's an honor to be able to to, to be here. So let's let's get rolling. You're in you're in Texas. Uh, yep. I'm in Southern California. I would think the markets are a little bit different. Walk us through kind of. Uh, what your market looks like, what you service. So if people are listening, they kind of yeah. have a reference point. Yeah, so um, I, I serve the DFW Metroplex. So I cover a pretty wide area right now. I've done deals as far west as Weatherford, as far east as Tyler. Uh, I cover a pretty big spot. But as far as the market right now, it's um, it's starting to heat up pretty quick. Uh, we, we did start seeing it slow down towards the middle of the year. I think that's pretty much everyone this year, just with interest rates and everything else. Um, it slowed down a little bit, but we're really starting to see it uh, pick back up again. We're starting to see multiple offers, and it's uh, it's looking like it's going to cook up pretty pretty good here in this next year. And right now, we're recording end of 2023. Yeah. This will probably be live beginning of 2024. So, mm -hmm. I mean, things are subject to change. So, if you need up to date right. stuff, you probably yeah. want to reach out to Dylan or follow uh, one of his social media platforms below to get kind of better information. Are you um, a solo agent? Do you have a team? What's your what's your business look like? Yeah, so right now I'm currently on a team um, with Keller Williams. So I started with Keller Williams. I, I knew that I kind of wanted a, um, the foundational classes and everything and, and opportunities that they, they provided. So um, yeah, I work with a team, been with the team for just a little over a year now, and things have been going pretty smooth. Gotcha. So are you kind of like a... Um, considered like a, a buyer's agent, a, uh, a solo agent? I mean, is it a team under the Keller Wins brand or is it, you mean just the team aspect of Keller Wins in general? No, so I'm, I'm so I started off as a buyer's agent. Okay. Um, I, knew, I knew pretty quick that I wanted to be more listing based, um, but just with the reality of, you know, being active duty military when I first started, mm. uh, I knew that it was just gonna be one of those things that was difficult to balance. So started off as a buyer's agent on the team with the Chris Ward real estate team. And um, he was actually a Marine himself, which kind of, you know, drew me to, to the team. And, um, and, and so start off that way and then starting to picking up listings now. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. The, um, I mean, I guess for people listening, what's the benefit for, for you, I guess, to be part of a team instead of being on your own? Yeah, no, definitely. So um, especially for me being, like I said, when I first got, got in, I was a active Marine. So, essentially trying to do a, two full-time jobs. So b being on a team allowed me to kind of leverage my time a little bit better um, and leverage the opportunities that the team brought with, you know, we had a trans full-time transaction coordinator and obviously having, you know, the team lead who's he's bringing the listings and leads and stuff. It definitely kind of um, helped me get that kickstart, you know, into the business where a lot of agents, they just kind of don't know where to start. Um, and so it definitely having that support on the back end, especially administratively on the transaction coordination side, definitely uh, helped a lot with the beginning of business. Gotcha. Well, I mean, you talked about you talked about the military. Um, how long were you in the military for? Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, joined the Marine Corps in 2012, right out of high school. 
Um, been in the Marine Corps for a little over 11 years, and um, it's been really good. I uh, got the opportunity to do a lot of a lot of fun stuff in the Marine Corps, and then uh, really just kind of decide. I, I got to a point in my career where a lot of the time that I spent away from my family and stuff like that, I, I realized that it wasn't where I wanted to be with the my family dynamic, and yeah. uh, and so I started to make that pivot. The dynamic, not just like time aspect or? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was time. A lot of it was flexibility of just being able to be present. And, you know, I find myself in a lot of times where I would be, um, you know, I, I'd be home, but I wouldn't be home. You know what I'm saying? Just because yeah. I was worried about things that was going back at work or whatever the case was. And so, um, and then um, I guess just to kind of go, go into how I got into real estate. So I had been on a pretty fast pass with, with the Marine Corps path and the Marine Corps as far as getting promoted and stuff like that. And uh, ended up becoming uh, the drill instructor of the year for the Marine Corps mm-hmm. and uh, and then went to be an officer. And when I was at officer candidate school, I had realized like, man, I've, my son was born while I was on deployment. I shortly after that went to be a drill instructor in the Marine Corps. And, uh, you know, being, being a drill instructor is essentially a three-year deployment because you're away from your family more than you're there. And uh, just kind of realized that, you know, I'm missing a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I, honestly, I prayed and was like, you know, God, just give me a sign on the path that you want me to be while I was at officer candidate school. And the next day I got COVID oh, wow. <laughs> and I ended up getting dropped and it's kind of just weird, you know, and then uh, my family was already in Texas because I was playing, I was moving them here and uh, it was like, well, you know, God, <laughs> show me a way, you know, to get to the family, you know, because there's no, there's only one duty station around here. And uh, I ended up getting orders there <laughs> and um, then met my team lead and everything else. So it was pretty cool. Everything worked out. So did you, like, how long did it take you with the idea of trying to find a, like a different path to be close to your family yeah. compared to actually finding the, the, the team lead, finding real estate and kind of jumping into it. Yeah. So, um, it was one of those things I, so I bought my first house when I was in California, when I was a drill instructor. And so I started to really enjoy real estate and I started to really dive into the, the, uh, you know, the bigger pockets world and real estate investing. And so I started, I started to really enjoy that. And so I had an idea that that, was uh, an op- an opportunity that I wanted to pursue and see like what I thought about it, um, or just something in the entrepreneurial space, and that kind of allowed allowed me to get in the entrepreneurial space, help other people, which is what I enjoy just in general. Um, and so I found real estate pretty quick. It was just everything else as far as the team lead. Um, again, it's just God leading me because um, so back in 2021 when. We had the uh, the Abbey Gate bombing in uh, in the the pool in the Middle East. Uh, one of my recruits was one of the ones who uh, had had gotten. He was a victim of, of the bombing, and um, it was a pretty hard you know time for me. And I actually had had someone that I'd known out here, and was like, "Hey, do you know any you know groups out here that are military minded?" And um, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I got the perfect group." And he invited me over there and I there is when I met my team lead and just kind of I told them that I was wanting to get into real estate and they were like he's like yeah you know if, whenever you decide to get your license let me know and you know well I'll uh, teach you what I know and just kind of a smooth transition from there so now are you I guess still in the military are you, are you fully out or so I'm I'm uh, getting medically retired 
Okay. So, I mean, with, with someone like that, you mean, I'm, I'm, I think, right, with the medical retired being in the military for 11 years, you probably get some sort of like kind of retirement, right? Or no? Yeah. So I'll get whatever, you know, whatever the VA rates me, um, you know, as far as disability goes, uh, that'll be kind of, you know, what, what I'll get in retirement. Yeah. So, yeah. Is, I mean, because I, I mean, there's probably some people, because I, I mean, I, uh, being in the real estate space, right, you talk to some realtors that don't have like a low overhead. Right? right. Like they're getting the retirement or something else yeah. and their hunger is really not there to, yeah. to do stuff. Right. right. I mean, so where does that kind of hunger come from for you? Um, for, for me, I, I think it's just because my, my hunger is not directly derived to my income. It's derived to le legitimately be able to help other people. You know, I, I mean, that's the one thing that's the beauty of being in the Marine Corps for 11 years. I mean, no matter how, how hard you work, you still get paid, you know, the same as the, the, the person who's the same rank as you, no matter how hard they're working versus you. Um, so for me, I think that kind of started that drive. To, I mean, obviously as a Marine, you're always trying to do things the best you can and, um, you know, set, set an example, especially as a leader. And so I think that helped me as I made that transition to not be attached to the outcome as far as my, money goes, but as far as the impact you make on your clients. And uh, so I think that's one thing that's helped me a lot. So like, like helping them. I mean, and I know you talked about investing and things like that. I mean, mm -hmm. where do you see the most value that you're bringing to these people? Um, so one, obviously, like I said, the investing side, having a knowledge of that. Um, so helping them, you know, if, if that's a route they want to go, but also just being real with them, you know, and not having that, um, that commission breath of the, those agents that are just wanting to sell sell someone or make them make them sell their home or make them buy a home. One thing I'm very clear with my, my clients is, is look, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, um, my job here is not to make you buy or sell a home. My, my job here is to help you through this process, you know, provide perspective, uh, educate you and what you don't don't know. So that way, when it comes to making that decision, you can make the most solid decision, you know, that you are happy and comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's something that, that helps a lot of people because it takes that pressure off them. And it's not like, oh, I've got this agent that's wanting to just sell me a house. Like they know that, you know, I've got their best interests at heart, which obviously is the goal of real estate, you know, being an agent, you know, you're supposed to have that fiduciary duty. But um, I think that just coming from a place of genuine care and being able to tell them like, you know, hey, I know that you want to sell your house, but right now it doesn't, it might not be the right time. Like you don't necessarily have a strong why or, you know, hey, this house is paid off and, you know, um, like for instance, I have a client, they, uh, they had a house in the family. They were going to try to sell it. Um, but they didn't have a house themselves and they were going to try to buy a house. And I was like, well, you know, I understand you want to sell it, but why not just, you know, put a, put a little bit of money in it, get it to where you want and just stay there. And now you have a paid off house. You know, yeah. I could have easily been like, no, let's, let's sell the house and then help you buy a house and I get paid on both ends. But you know, that wasn't what seemed to be the best for them. You know what I'm saying? In, in, and I know your journey in real estate hasn't been, I think, drastic long. I think it's been a couple of years, right? No, it's just been a, a year and going on five months. Okay. So so about a year and a half. I mean, where have you seen the biggest hurdle in kind of like getting into this business? Um, so for me, I think it was just trying to find the harmony. And, and I'm still in that process. Um, and, and I don't say balance because it's impossible to balance, you know life when it comes to occupation family and everything else uh but finding the harmony between everything and finding where you know everyone understands you know hey you know this time at this time to this time we're working at this time to this time it's family time stuff like that uh so i think that was probably one of the hardest things as far as um 
you know, getting that, getting that harmony within work-life balance. So how, how do you do that? Um, time blocking, okay. putting everything on a calendar. Um, like for me, everything's, everything's on my calendar, you know? So, um, taking that, um, that approach of, um, you know, if it's not on your calendar, it's not, it's not a thing. Like mm -hmm. that, just took that to, to heart and that really helped a lot. And, and does your family, especially cause you said you have some, uh, some young, what, 11 year olds and 12 year old kid, right? So yeah, did they 12, respect 12 and seven, yeah. Uh, What's that? Did they respect the calendar? Uh, for, I mean, for the most part, I mean, obviously it's, it's mainly up to us as parents to kind of, um, help hold them to the calendar and kind of yeah. like help, help teach them. And it's one thing I'm glad that we got into because we really didn't get into it until I got into real estate. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I think it's one thing that also helps us as parents to help teach them now. So that way, as they, as they grow older, you know, they, they get used to that because I think that's one thing that a lot of people could benefit from because once you start time blocking things and you realize how much time you're really wasting in life. Yeah. In, in like you talked about like this, uh, kind of hectic, hectic market that we, we are probably going to get into, um, yeah. what are you doing to kind of separate yourself from the other realtors out there? Um, good question. Honestly, I, th I think it's just one follow up. I think a lot of a lot of agents don't really follow up, and they don't, you know, um, they make that contact, and if they don't get the sale, like, okay, you know, I'll talk to you later. But um, just following up with them, coming from a place of concern, not being, not coming from a place of just wanting to make them sell or buy. Um, I think that's really just one of the things that it's a no pressure situation, so they feel comfortable. Go like I, I had one person that. Um, we got off the phone and then he called me or he sent me a text afterwards like hey just send me a listing agreement like it's obvious that that you're not here to just sell it like you're, you're here to help and you know really appreciate the conversation I'm like oh okay awesome <laughs> so is it um where, i mean where are those leads coming from is it most database is it like uh door knocking i mean what does it, so, does it look like so right now 60 percent of my business is uh military okay. um 20 percent now about 30% is either client or lender referral. And then, um, was that 60, about 30 and then about 10%, uh, is, uh, is team lead. What is, so when you talk about the military, I mean, there's probably, I mean, again, people, I mean, I'm in a, a relative military town too. Um, yeah. and people are usually stationed with for four years, five years, right? Yeah. Th yeah. Community. Three to four years, <laughs> three to four years. Right. So, why does it for those people right there does it always make sense for them to, to purchase when they're uh getting stationed um in your neck of the woods or what does that usually look like what's that conversation that usually look like for you yeah so i mean honestly for me i think that it that it makes sense depending on where you're at in your contract obviously and then also depending on how you buy and what your intent is so like if you're if you're just wanting to buy to, to have a house then if you're going to sell it in a year then then you know it's not really the best idea but if you know one you're just not getting here uh you either plan to rent it out or um or something like that that's when i, I think that it's it's beneficial because at the end of the day you can turn that into investment property like you said people are always you know it's it's always uh, it's a revolving door you know mm. so there's always new military members here that are going to need a house um so if they decide to rent they've got a runner there 
Um, so it's, it's one of those things that I think that it's, it's beneficial. And for me, cause that, like I said, about my first house in California, that was my first rental property property. Yeah. And, and what I tell people is, or at least for the military community is, um, excuse me, uh, don't, don't buy for the intent for your forever home, you know, cause you're yeah. not going to be, you're not going to be living there. Um, buy, buy this as a stepping stone to that, that forever home as an investment property, something that you can turn over and rent pretty easily afterwards. And that can build and appreciate over time and you get cash flow, And that can be the stepping stone to your forever home whenever you retire. When, I mean, <clears throat> and I, I know for, for my own clients, right. Sometimes they're scared about if they're, they're moving from San Diego to like New York or back East somewhere. Right. Right. Um, because now they have to get a property manager that they can trust because they're not going to actually be there to, to manage the property. I mean, what, how do you kind of help people with those doubts? I mean, do you do property manager yourself? Do you, I mean, do you set them up or what do you kind of, what's that conversation look like? Um, so for me, um, I actually am in the process of, of going self-managed. Um, okay. so I did use the property manager for the first, I mean, so my, my house in California is still with the property manager, but um, personally, it's just, it, I think that if you're under, you know, 10, I would say, uh, properties, that there's software out there that's pretty smooth to self, self-manage. So that's what kind of where I'm going to right now is the self-management side and um, and just put, put it in there and, um, and, and do it that way, just because... The, Again, when you're under, when your portfolio is, and obviously it also depends on the amount of time you have, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but for me, like it's not like my tenant. I have really good communication with them, um, and and so it's 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 pretty smooth uh, as far like. And then you, like I said, there's software out there that's pretty cost effective, especially compared to using a property manager, where the cost of the monthly cost of having that software is far less than having a, the, a property manager, and uh, it's just as easy to make a quick call have some have you know your your vendor list and so that way hey something's wrong with the plumbing you call your plumber they go out there and fix it what's what's the software if you don't ask me so the one that i'm the one that i'm using is uh tenant cloud okay and then what about like finding tenants for your property right if you're not local yeah so tenant cloud actually offers the opportunity to uh, it'll put it on all those um those platforms so like Uh, the different it'll, it'll help you make your listing you put it out there and then for me being an agent in texas i can put it on the mls myself as well so gotcha. that also helps and then what for showings on the property yeah for for showings um you know obviously the tenant will, should have an agent to to do it um it like for the one in california yeah. um luckily in california i have any tur- any turnover um but you know assuming that i have a turnover and stuff like that they just need to be accompanied by an agent um, or I find a local agent team up with with and be like, hey, you know, uh, any any leads I get, I'll, I'll give it to you, um, so you can show the property. Gotcha. All right. So so basically, you get the 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 agent or whatever to help kind of assist to find the tenant, but then you kind of manage it your yourself right. kind of uh, mm-hmm. remotely. Yep. Exactly. Gotcha. What um? So where do you see your business going over the next couple of years? I mean, what do you what are, what are the plans for it? Where do you see the growth? I mean, um, where are you looking? Yeah. So um, as far as the the, the outlook, um, eventually I want to you know have my own team, whether that's a team within my current team or you know um, whatever route that looks like. Um, but I want to build my own team just because for me in, in, in the Marine Corps, leadership is a big thing for me, and and I enjoy the ability to help and coach others. Um, so whether that's in the, the the coaching space directly or just being a team lead. Um, 
and then just continuing to grow the business year over year um, and then getting to a, a point where, you know, eventually long-term, because for me, real estate is, is a, um, is a point that I can leverage into other opportunities to help other people grow, whether it's by, you know, um, share my testimony, whether it's just, you know, like I said, coaching, um, or just other entrepreneurial things. Um, that's, that's kind of a goal with, with everything. So the, the, the real estate is kind of a, an incident, incident mean kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. What, uh, so where do you, where do you plan to diversify? I know you were kind of talked about that you have uh, a rental or rentals, uh, where do you plan to diversify then with the, the other avenues? Yeah. So, um, continue building my investment properties, um, get into the more of the social media, whether it's YouTube podcast, stuff like that, kind of like what you're doing as well. Um, motivational key, keynote speakers. Um, and then, you know, just kind of going where God, where, where God leads me because, um, for me, especially going into this next year, it's just like, for me, I'm a man of faith and I've, I, I feel like, um, you know, I made a video actually a couple of weeks ago. I haven't posted it and I'm going to post it at the end of next year. Um, but essentially it felt like God was just telling me, you know, that, um, to, to use the, the platform that I have in real estate, whether it's people I'm helping or, you know, the people that I talk to, 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 you know, sh share my testimony and what, what I've done, uh, and been able to do by just trusting in him and, and going through my path, done my, that path. Um, and, uh, and, and he'll provide. And it's funny cause I made that video. And then shortly after that, made that last month and then ended up getting five, four, about to be 500 contract, um, got this podcast opportunity, uh, found my forever home, we're under contract on that. Like it's just all these things are starting to, starting to um, just to come together. And it's like, wow, you know, and, and for me, um, continuing to grow in, in this and continue to trust in the process and trust in where he's guiding me, um, just an opportunity to, to also help others and show them, you know, the saying that I like is he doesn't um god god doesn't call he doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called and uh, i think my career and both in the marine corps and outside the marine corps is a testament that you know that's true you know if, if you just trust in the opportunities that he provides and, and you take them he will he will qualify you there you know you don't have to go in qualified does that make sense yeah no, for sure do you so do you lean <laughs> in to um the religious aspect of it like when you're talking to your to your clients or is it something or even social media i mean i would think there's probably and we even talked about this before we got a mic right you're like yeah. hey is it okay to bring that up and for me i mean it's who you are right i mean right I'm, if you look behind me i'm a huge pottery fan so that's the one thing that i really lean on social media out there but like when right. it comes to like politics or things like that i try to steer away from it as much as possible because yeah, for sure you know what i mean no, like i'm right there I, yeah. So, I mean, but for you, I mean, I, like, is it something that you're putting out there? Uh, I don't know aggressively is the right word, but something putting it out there where you might deter some people or is it something you're leaning into that, hey, the people that really relate to that are going to relate to me? Yeah. So um, it's one of those things that I didn't put out there as much, but I'm starting to now because, again, like I just I felt here lately that's kind of, you know, where I've been guided, you know. Um, just kind of taking a look at everything and seeing all the opportunities that I've had and everything that I've done both in the Marine Corps and out. Um, and cause, cause I've always prayed right before I make a big decision, you know, um, you know, I've gone to courses that, you know, I felt like I wasn't even ready for, you know, or got into this career that I wasn't sure if it was going to work out. But every time beforehand, I would, I would pray on Um, um, 
before every, every, you know, all those big items, I just pray like, Lord, just be with me, uh, help me through this and, and, you know, let your will be done. And then I end up being honor grad at every course I've gone. I've, you know, been able to perform at the top level. And it's just one of those things that it, it, it feels like regardless of what it is that, um, you know, that it's an opportunity to, to show like, hey, look, I didn't go here just being the best at this, the best at that. Like I went here trusting that, you know, there's there's a plan with it and everything else came together afterwards. So is it more of, I guess, the the North Star or is it kind of like a, a leaf in the wind? I don't know, like the best way to describe it when you're kind of thinking, okay, I want to do this and I'm just going to leave it up to a higher power God, right? Or is right. it, I know I have to go in this direction. I have to be aware of these outcomes and God's going to help me down that rabbit hole. Um, that's a good question. I would say that it's kind of a mixture of both because like I have these plans that I want to do and um, you know, and it, it's one of those things that it's almost like when I put them out there, whether I pray about it or just, you know, write them down as far as goals and stuff, um, even without knowing, like they've become, they just, they've, they've come to fruition, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's speaking into existence or whatever. Um, like I, I made a checklist when I was, so whenever I was in an officer candidate school and I was praying for a sign uh, and then I got COVID and got dropped, I made this checklist of, you know, road to millionaire, like, you know, of my, my five, 10 year goals. And um, I just wrote it down and forgot about it. And um, I want to say last week, I was looking through my notes and I found it and I had already achieved, you know, in sequential order over half of what I'd written down already, you know, that's awesome. Right. So it's just, I would say that it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of both that I have an idea of, of the path that I want to take, but then at the same time, you know, I take the opportunities as they come. Gotcha. The, um, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's powerful. I mean, if you, if you I mean having something you believe in, I mean, in the, I'm guessing in the, the low moments too, when you're like, like you said, when you're kind of stressing out, are you ready for basic real estate? Are you ready for this? Right. I mean, right. The, the praying aspect of it kind of brings you back on track. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say so that, you know, it's one of those things that um, when I question myself and after I pray about it and I, and I just go forward with it and, and just, you know, put it out there that, Hey, if, if, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I go forward and, um, you know, it hasn't felt me yet every time pretty much every opportunity has unfurled to be a great opportunity and ends up working out. So it's, it's one of those things that, um, if it does, if it didn't work out, then I would just, you know, take it as a sign of, Hey, you know, that wasn't meant to be at that time, you know? Well, Dylan, I, I appreciate it so much for, for being on the road to a podcast. Uh, if someone's listening, uh, and they're looking in the kind of Rockwell, Texas area, um, or surrounding area. I mean, what's the best way of getting more information or just kind of following your, um, the stuff you put out there, the content you put out there? Yeah. So right now, um, big on, on, on Instagram, that's my, my main platform. I'm looking to get into YouTube here in this next year. Um, so, um, on, on Instagram, it's the underscore Dylan Hernandez. Uh, Facebook is just Dylan Hernandez Realtor. Uh, pretty much, if you Google Dylan Hernandez Realtor, you'll you'll, you'll find all my uh, social media platforms and stuff like that. Google reviews, all that fun stuff. And in the show notes, all his information is there. I'm going to finish off with with one last question. Okay. Where do you predict the market's going to be uh, by this time next year? So, based off of what they're putting out there, assuming that the Fed does the drops that 
they're projecting to do and everything else. I see us being not back in where we were in 2021 and everything, where everything we were at, I don't foresee us going back to two or 3% interest rates, but yeah. I do foresee uh, an influx of buyers because lower interest rates, I think we'll probably get to the fours. Um, and um, we're going to see competition ramp up and, and, and appreciation drive up. Um, and, and just kind of be in that market in that sense where you're, go you're going into multiple offers, you're, um, you know, you're, you're having to compete and sellers are able to get their houses sold pretty quick. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Is the, is the inventory uh, fairly robust over there or is it kind of smaller no, or what is it? It's, it's still pretty small. We're still, I want to say around the three month mark. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, we're, we're about a, uh, roughly about a month with the inventory. I mean, really? <laughs> Yeah, it's, wow. it's, which is it's crazy. It's, are you are you in San Diego County? Yeah, San Diego. Yeah, it's crazy because that's still the most expensive county in the U.S. right now, right? No, 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 no. We're 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 top ten, but okay, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm guessing. I think it's probably somewhere in San Francisco and somewhere. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Stuff, but yeah, I know we're we're we're. I think for sure. I think I saw somewhere we're top ten. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's crazy. I have a lot yeah, of people that are yeah. moving to Texas. Uh, moving to Idaho, moving to random, random places just to basically get better pricing and a lot bigger yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had a good amount that are moving out, out of the California area just because of the cost of living. Um, but you know, it comes with a, with a hot market, I guess. Well, I, I appreciate you so much. Uh, hopefully everyone got some, some great nuggets right there. I mean, I think, and it's, I mean, about a year and a half is, I mean, Dylan's talked about it, that it took him to kind of figure out to, put out who he really is. I mean, a man of yeah. faith, a man of, of military, a man of structure, right? I mean, building that business into it. We're going to have other um, realtors on here. They're going to talk about other structures that they do, like events or things like that. But for me, I, I can relate to Dylan because structure is my whole life. It, if it's on your calendar, it doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. That's really what it is. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the power of the structure. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, please subscribe. Please share. Go in the show notes and go find Dylan. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.